Hey everyone, it's James Lynch here at Lynch on Sports on social media, and you are listening to Pro Sports Podcasters. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters, with your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world, covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Welcome back to the Pro Sports Podcasters. I'm your co-host, Mr. Neil Wallace Bruce, and we have quite the discussion today. We have a battle about the battle itself. So as you may have heard, Israel Adesanya is getting back in the ring with the man who took away his championship, Mr. Pereira, and our two esteemed mixed martial artist commentators in Justin Williams and Corbett Durant are going to talk about why one is going to defeat the other. Justin, who will you be caping for in this contest? Oh, I think it's going to be Alex Pereira. He's going to be the one to take it. All right. I'll get you to hold your reasons back for the time being. We call that teasing in the industry. Kobe, I can only assume that you will be caping up for Mr. Adesanya. Is that correct? That's right. The last style bender. He's going to take this. New Zealand's finest in the UFC. Debatable. But um, yes, the Nigerian New Zealand nightmare is going to get back in there and hope to avenge. Now, in terms of who starts this fight off, the fight about the fight, as it were, we are going to flip a coin. Uh, imaginary coin that I have flipped. It is tails. You guys didn't get to call. And Justin, you get to go first. So off you go, Justin. Why is Pereira going to win the fight? <laughs> the way you brought that in was just so proper. Like, I messed up, but we're going to roll with it. Let's do this. All right. So let's look at the first fight. Obviously, it went to Alex Pereira's favor. It went all five rounds. But aside from Alex actually almost losing early on in the second round where he got kind of wobbled there, he was on top. He has never beaten, he's never lost to Adesanya in kickboxing or in MMA. He has Adesanya's number. He has the mental game. He has the physical prowess. Alex is just a beast. Have you seen this guy? He's flipping huge. He's way too big to be a middleweight, but he apparently he can make the weight, so good on him. And last but not least, he's not intimidated by Adesanya like I felt like everyone else was. Because Izzy went through Cannoneer like it was nothing, Rob Whitaker, and Izzy has a lot of stamina. He goes a distance quite often, hasn't finished many people in his career, especially having the title. I think the last person he finished was Paulo Costa. So now we're going to step in the ring with a finisher, with a killer, with a guy who's not going to let you go to the judges. And that's Alex Pereira. And Alex is to be sure to take the ground game this time and do something a little different. I think he's going to make Israel tap. Now, he is huge. I agree with you there. But when it comes to making the weight, there's a question about that because it's been brought up a number of times now leading up to the second fight that it's possible Alex Pereira cheated leading up to the first fight and involve the doctors in order to make weight. Ooh, I didn't know this. So if that's the case, can he make weight? Will he make weight? And if he does, is he going to do it legally? Because there's a lot of eyes on him now. Mm. And keep in mind, Alex Pereira didn't want to fight at middleweight again. 
Okay, he wanted to move up to light heavyweight. He basically agreed the only way he would fight at middleweight is if Izzy wanted the rematch. And he was actually under the assumption that Izzy was willing to wait for him to leave the division and then fight for the title once again against a number of fighters he's already beaten. But no, Izzy's got principle. He wants to win his title back. And I think he learned a fair bit in the first fight how Alex really laid off the attack when Izzy took it to him, and especially when he had him on the ground, right? He, he right. wore him down a bit, and Alex Pereira's only loss is, is to an opponent that took him down repeatedly. So I expect Izzy to do a lot more clenches in this particular fight and maybe even get a couple more takedowns to drain Pereira's energy if he makes weight. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Uh, but power for power, who do you think has a stronger hit? Pereira, 100%. Anytime Pereira contacted Adesanya in the first fight, it put him in trouble. Every time there was real contact, he was in trouble. And Mm -hmm. that's something Izzy's going to have to work on negating this time around. But I I still think that the pressure tactic, the clenching and takedowns and pushing up against the fence is what's going to keep him from being in trouble, from taking that killer strike. And I just think Israel Adesanya, although – Purely a phenomenal striker is also the better mixed martial artist all around. I agree. So, um, so then why do you think Alex can take it? Oh, because at this point, Izzy also, he quivers and I shouldn't say he quivers, but he really gets back into a corner when somebody who is more daunting comes up. Izzy's great. Izzy's 6'4". They're both 6'4", but Izzy is not as big as Pereira muscle-wise. And we've seen Izzy struggle with bigger people. We saw him against Robert Whitaker. He struggled a lot. I'd argue Whitaker kind of came out on top on that one too, for the most part. Um, obviously, on Blakovich, that's that's a different story. He was just massively bigger. Marvin Vittori, he handled pretty well, but Marvin's a smaller guy. You know what I mean? Like you all Romero. Like okay, that was the you saw the Romero fight, right? Romero's mm-hmm. a bigger person. Izzy tagged him. That's all he did was just tag in and out. Izzy has a great fight IQ. I must admit, him and the judges are best friends. But if Pereira doesn't want it to go to the judges, Pereira is not letting it go to the judges. Yeah. So the one thing that works against Adesanya in these particular fights is because there are five rounds, it provides Pereira with a lot of time to look for that knockout blow. Yeah. But at the same time, if you utilize the five rounds correctly, you can drain Pereira of his energy because he is a gigantic middleweight. Yes, right? yes. They're actually talking about him fighting at heavyweight, like Glover Teixeira said, that give it a, a year maybe, and he'll be fighting at heavyweight. So Dude. for him to carry that much muscle into this fight, having to lose that much water weight to get into it, I don't know, man. Like, first of all, I think the first fight was stopped prematurely. Okay. Oh, okay. Izzy had reason to argue the stoppage at that point. He was still on his feet. His hands were still up, and the referee jumped in. I think more so because of how intimidating Pereira looks at that weight class, right? You see the bigger guy beating on the smaller guy, and psychologically, you want to save the smaller person. I think that's what happened there, although I don't think he really required saving at that moment. So that's got to be eating at Izzy because in his first fight with Alex Pereira in kickboxing, most people argue that Izzy won that, but he ended up losing the decision. And if you watch that fight, I don't know enough about the scoring and kickboxing, but it does appear as though Izzy won that fight. So in his mind, this has got to be two fights that were stolen from him by Alex Pereira. And I expect him to come in more prepared and with a 
a better game plan for Alex Pereira than he did in the first fight. Now, kind of going hypothetical here, if Izzy wins, do you think Pereira is going to want a trilogy or do you think he's just going to be like, meh? I think it's meh. I think he leaves the division no matter what. Win or lose, I think Alex Pereira is going to be a light heavyweight. Okay. And right now in light heavyweight, it's it's ripe for the taking. You know, if you think of the light heavyweights that are at the top of the table, there are very few that I would take against Alex Pereira. Okay. I see. I see what you're saying. Do you think he can take the title? Like fast? I think he can. If he's get, like, so it would take the same situation that happened at middleweight. Okay. He would have to skip the line a bit because there are some grapplers that would give him significant trouble. But like he did at middleweight, where he got to skip all the grapplers and find himself in a championship battle against a pure striker. Right now, he could do the same thing at light heavyweight if the UFC decides to let him. And I think the UFC would. So I think even coming into this fight, He's already left the division in his mind. So this is kind of like a Michael Jordan last dance kind of deal. Just we're going to do it because we owe it to Izzy. That's right. Right. And and with that kind of mindset, I don't know. I don't know if that's a winning mindset. Uh, but also he's a fighter and a champion. So I feel like he wants to go out in a bang and he's, he's going to make Izzy work for it. Because I feel like there'll also be that little thing hanging over him where it's he's three for three against Izzy. He probably wants to keep it four for four. Of course. Of course, yeah. right? I mean, you're, you're going to win, right? You're going in there to win. Yeah. It's just, I think, I think given Adesanya's experience in mixed martial arts and his knowledge of Alex Pereira, and especially when you look at the last fight, I think in this short turnaround, Israel has the greater likelihood of adjusting in that time frame than Alex does. Mm-hmm. I expect to see the same Alex Pereira in this fight, exact same, standing tall. Not really tucking his chin, being very opposing, being very aggressive, trying to walk Izzy down. But I expect to see Izzy, instead of doing the whole in and out point fighting that he does, looking for the slight openings, counterpunching, I expect him to, to actually return the aggression a little bit more. And like I said, clinch and look for takedowns. All right. All right. I respect that. Now, let's be realistic, okay? That was for the benefit of the audience there. It's a benefit for you guys, right? I'm arguing one side. Justin's arguing the other. But now let's look at what we expect to really see happen. BetUS Sportsbook is your ultimate destination for online betting. With sports betting, live betting, racebook, online slots, and online casino. It's available across the U.S. and Canada. Use the code PSP to receive a massive sign-up bonus. Do you think Alex Pereira makes weight in this fight? (sighs) I want to say no. I don't think he's going to, especially now that the... uh, the medical staff is going to be more involved and more heightened aware and all this stuff like that. And they took away the whole um, towel gate situation. <laughs> That's right. So it'll be it'll be a bit tougher, but he can. I just if we if he does, he's going to be a shell of himself. So that's that's what I expect to happen. Okay, so I expect him to make weight, but I expect him to be suffering more as a result of it. Yeah. There's all that talk of the possibility of an IV. We don't know if it happened or not, but there's been a lot of speculation and some direct comments made to it. If he can't have an IV to revitalize the juices in him, then he can make weight, but he could be a shell of himself, right? Sucks. If that's the case, then does this fight go the distance? I don't think it does. So here, here's my mm-hmm. prediction. First prediction for this fight is I don't think this fight's going to go the distance. One of them is going to get the stoppage. Mm -hmm. 
I think the likelihood of the earlier stoppage actually goes to Adesanya. Okay. Because I think he'll be the fresher of the two fighters going in. As the fight progresses, the deeper it goes, the more likely I think it is that Alex wins. So it's going to be a quick stop for Izzy is what you're saying? For him to win, yes. For him to win, it's got to be a, a quick knockout, like a knockout in the first two rounds. Once mm. you get into round three, I think it leans toward Alex's favor. And the primary reason being is because okay. of the size difference, right? He's so strong that if he can weather the early storm, I, I think Izzy will burn himself out enough going for yes. that knockout that mm-hmm. one one good connection and it's lights out. All it takes is one. Do you think it'll go the distance or no? I think Izzy's going to hope it goes the distance only because that is his MO when he comes to, to getting championships or at least defending championships. But to win a title, I don't think you should let it go to the judges unless you're having that dominating performance. I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Yeah. I don't think he's going to have that against Pereira. So I think his first game plan when facing Pereira was go the distance and be like, oh, judges love me. Uh, and I think this time it's going to be within the first two rounds. How how did you have it scored going into the fifth round in the first fight? Uh, because of the knockdown early on, I had it for Izzy. Okay. Did did you have it? Did you have it? So you had three. Do you have it like all four rounds for Izzy? Did you have three rounds for Izzy? Uh, I had three. I think if I'm not mistaken, it was the first round. Prayer kind of came out swinging a bit, or was the second? It was early one. Prayer took the early one, but then like I said, Izzy kind of dominated the rest. Okay, because that's how I had it. I had a three-one. Right? I had yeah. a three-one. So in, in in my mind, all Izzy had to do was make it to the end of the round to win. Yep. And then they had that's that it. very questionable stoppage with with like a minute, a minute and a half or something <laughs> left in the round. Right. So that's, that's got to yes. kill him. Right. It's got to kill him. Now we had it three-one, but there are some people that had it two-two. Okay? There are oh, there are there yeah. are a number of viewers and analysts and such that had it two-two. In which case, if it went the distance. It would have gone to Pereira anyways on on their scorecards, right? He would have won it 3-2. Right. So depending on what you're looking for, it, it's strange now because I think we should talk about, a little bit about the scoring in, in the UFC now because it has changed somewhat recently. It used to okay. have the oh, hierarchical scoring, right? It had the significant strikes first, then yep. control, takedowns, uh, submission or t- attempts. Like it, it had that hierarchy, right? The hierarchy is now gone. Okay, that's 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 out. Although it does appear as though some judges still judge by the hierarchy, so there's questions about that. But but the actual rules now count for first and foremost is damage taken. Okay. So it's whoever does the most damage wins the round. So by those rules, Pereira can win rounds by landing like two two solid punches. Right? Izzy could mm, land. I, yeah. Izzy could land 20 combination of like low kicks and jabs and straight kicks or whatever, 20 in a round. But if per- if Pereira lands two solid blows that rock you, then according to the new judging rules, he should win that round. I see what you're saying. Yes. Right? So it becomes a very difficult thing to score. And I think because of that, Izzy's going to gonna look for the finish as opposed to, to going the distance. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, I'm seeing. I try and watch fights that way now. It's difficult to watch that way because for the longest time, I, I've always looked at it differently. Yep. And this goes back to even the older scoring system, which was the who was better that round. Right. You know, who did more. 
and that they're talking that's way back in the day where they had the who did more it was very easy to score it then then it went to the hierarchy system which i thought was a bit stupid because it was favoring strikers over grapplers right and now it's got the damage system which I can agree with. There's, I mean, it's a good. Honestly, it's a fair, pretty fair way to 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 judge. But it becomes harder to judge when you're somebody who lands flurries. Correct. Right. You, you like to touch up your opponent, but you're not really throwing t- to end them. And if you're fighting somebody who's throwing just bombs at you, it only takes one or two to 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 leave a mark. And the judges see that and go, oh, "Okay, so you won that round." Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's a, it's a strange way to to have to try and watch and score now. But I've, I've been trying to do that, and it, it's strange, man. I'll, I'll find myself at the end of a round thinking that you know, in my mind, the one guy is winning this fight, but the other guy actually won that round because of that system. That's such an interesting. It makes it definitely harder for anyone to kind of judge that, but also it, you have to kind of rewire certain brains. And I feel like in the in the heat of a moment, in the height of everything, I feel like some refs are going to botch that entirely. And it's like, well, well, I meant to do this. Even math has been weird recently when it comes to the UFC. People can't yeah. do math, and yeah, and you know, it's funny they used they used to always release the what do they call them the CompuBox numbers or the strike numbers or whatever after every fight or even mm-hmm. after every round, right during the rounds. They're saying it's like, oh, you know, like. You'll be watching the fight. It'll be like Lizzie Izzy landed, you know, eighteen significant strikes that round, and Pereira landed seven. And you know, six of Izzy's went to the head, and two went to the the midsection. You know, and the other eight went to the legs. And it's like Pereira landed, you know, seven strikes, but five of them were to the head, two were to the body, or something like that. So you see this discrepancy in numbers, but then Pereira won the round because you know, let's say he caught Izzy. Yeah, on the temple and it like staggered him or it dropped him for a second. Right. So even though Izzy landed more than, you know, like, well, like practically double, more than double the number of strikes, he ends up losing the round because that one shot means more in the scoring now than all of what Izzy put, put up. Yes. So it, it's strange. It, it changes, it changes tactics in MMA, at least for the UFC. It really changes tactics. And I think that's one of the reasons why Pereira is so comfortable in some rounds. It's like he did nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. There were rounds in that first fight where he just sort of stalked, stalked him around the ring and didn't really throw much. And then every now and then he'd get him up against the fence and like hit him a couple times, like rock him a couple times. And then as he would just spin out of it. And then at the end of the round, I'm wondering, okay, now who won that round? I mean, the other thing too is Pereira is so big that sometimes he gets caught and he doesn't even react. <laughs> Right, oh, yeah, was, th- in, that, in that first fight, he took like a head kick and just kept walking forward, like it didn't even rattle him. And you're like, "Wait a minute, he just got <laughs> kicked in the head. That's that should count." But he just came, kept going forward and didn't even react to it. You know, so does that not count then because it doesn't look like it hurt him? I mean, it, does a poker face make a difference? I mean, listen, fighting is also a mental game too, so I can kind of imagine that that would be uh, part of the factor. Well, in the fight itself, it makes a difference, right? In the fight itself, it definitely makes a difference because I saw a couple of times in that first fight where Izzy got really good contact on Pereira and Pereira didn't flinch. And you could see it in Izzy's eyes like, oh, shit, like, what do I got to do to put this guy away? Mm-hmm. So mentally, that that affects the fight. But for the judges, do the judges, you see a guy get kicked in the head and not react and be like, well, that doesn't count. I mean, it didn't hurt him that bad, right? I don't know, man. Walks it off. MMA judging guy. We could talk about MMA judging for hours, <laughs> right? It's just messed up. A whole goddamn segment on it. For sure. 
Now let's go to it. Let's let's get your prediction. Who do you think is actually going to win and put a method of victory and round on it? <sighs> okay. So I actually think Alex Pereira is going to win. I don't think it's going to be as easy as I was making it out to be. I feel like if he gets the win, it's going to be fourth round and it's going to be a TKO. Okay. Okay. You got Alex Pereira, round four, TKO. Yep. All right. I'm going to go Alex Pereira, round three, TKO. <laughs> Such a crunchyarian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Izzy. Two reasons. One, I don't know if Izzy can put Alex Pereira away unless he catches him absolutely perfect, right? Yep. Like a perfect shot on the button, like right on the jaw or right in the temple. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't think he has the power to put Pereira away. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is, is I didn't argue for it, but as much as Izzy learned a lot from that first fight, I think Pereira also realized that if he, if he really pressures Izzy, he can take him out. Like, I think, I think Pereira gave Izzy a little more respect in that first fight than he should have. And when it got to crunch time, when his corner was like, okay, it's the fifth round and we, we could be losing. Yeah. You need to go, you need to go take him out. He's like, oh, okay. And he just went and took him out. With that knowledge, I think he's going to come at Izzy a lot harder this time, and Izzy's going to find himself in a lot of trouble early on. I think you're right. I think you are correct. There you have it. Let us know on any of our social medias what you think in the Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira 2 rematch. Who do you think is going to take it? Are we correct with our, our assumptions? And will you be betting on this fight? And if so, what bet are you going to make? Let us know on the social media. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, anywhere else. Spotify. Spotify, whatever you like. <laughs> We're on it. Okay, the Pro Sports Podcasters are absolutely everywhere. Till next time.